I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, hello. Welcome to Jules Says. I'm Jules, Julie. Thank you for tuning in this week. If you enjoy this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you rated, reviewed, shared... I hope some of my stories, the stories people have shared with me, or my guests resonate with you. I think there's value in sharing experiences, and sometimes other people's experiences make you feel not so alone with yours. It goes without saying that all my opinions are just that. My opinions. The world from my perspective. I don't expect everyone to agree with me. And I don't fact-check when someone shares something with me. I'm not an investigative journalist, and this isn't a court of law. Different people's life experiences and perspective are very interesting. For example, cosmetic treatments. That's a loaded subject for a lot of people. I have mixed feelings about cosmetic treatments. Number one, for people who say, oh my God, I wouldn't be bothered, I don't care. I am jealous of you. I wish I didn't care. Because it is a burden to care. We're all getting older unless we're dead. So wouldn't it be great not to care? Believe me, I'm jealous. I'd love to get there. However, since that's not the case, I am kind of trying to fight the aging process in a number of ways with my lotions, potions, creams, and elixirs. And now, thankfully, I have the luxury of my carry being in the medical aesthetics industry, which is fantastic. This week, I had something called a Fractora treatment. It's supposed to tighten your skin, smooth your skin, firm your skin, uh, shrink pores, I think. I, I, if I'm saying something wrong, it's because I don't remember everything and I'm not the expert. Contact Clinique de Mode and ask Carrie or one of her staff if you have questions that you want correctly answered. But anyway, I had this Fractora treatment on Friday. And it's not the first time. My main concern is my neck. My neck, in particular, is pretty saggy. I do not have a strong jawline. I'd love to not care, but I do. So Fractora is basically, it's this machine 
with a tip with these little tiny needles. They do enough damage to your skin to stimulate collagen production. My mother Dorothy used to say, you must suffer to be beautiful, and this isn't a lot of fun. I suppose it's better than recovering from a major surgery, and it is just topical. But I'm going to tell you about what it's like, not to turn you off, because I still recommend the treatment. I've had it more than once, but it's kind of fresh in my mind because I just did it last Friday. It's a tip with little needles, and it's some kind of heat frequency, I think, that goes into your skin. And even though they put a topical anesthetic on your face, certain parts of the face that are near the bone feel worse. And the creepiest thing about it is you can hear the little needles going into your skin. It sounds like a crunching bag of chips. It is kind of creepy as you're going through it. And some parts of your face hurt a lot more than others. But all I can say is, I had it done on Friday. You're supposed to have a few days of downtime. I don't remember what it is. I recover from this quite quickly. I was very red when I walked out of there, so I knew it was going to be pretty effective. By Sunday, my skin was feeling a little bit itchy, and it wasn't smooth yet, but there was no redness left. And Abe and I were watching TV near the end of the night, and he just looked over at me and out of the blue said, Oh my God. Your skin looks younger already. And I haven't even finished the downtime period. So all I can say, for a few minutes of a little bit of pain, and I enjoy the afterglow. Afterwards, it feels like you've got this kind of heat on your face and neck, if they do your face and neck. But for a little bit of pain, I think it's worth it. If you're someone who's valiantly fighting the skin-sagging, aging fight, Fractora, and all kinds of other treatments. Contact Clinique de Mode. Carrie can answer all your questions. As with everything in life, everything they offer is not for everyone. But if you're interested, give them a call. They can probably help you. On another note, Abe and I joined a swimming program called Master Swim. I used to take swimming lessons as a child. It's something I'm very grateful my mother considered a priority. I think learning to swim and being comfortable in water is a valuable life skill. Certainly every summer you hear about people who've accidentally drowned. So I think it's very important. I wish every school was able to offer it to all children. My mother paid for us to take swimming lessons, and I'm a non-athlete. But one of the reasons I stuck with swimming lessons into my teens was because I really, really wanted to get a job as a lifeguard and a swimming teacher. Mainly because one of my older brothers had a job as a lifeguard and swimming teacher, and I loved hearing his stories. It just sounded like the most fun, and I'm sure it was. And even when he worked at a restaurant, it just sounded like the most fun. But on reflection in my later years, I realized that the reason everything sounded fun that he did was because he was a very fun guy. He was absolutely overflowing with charisma. So everything he did was just kind of elevated to this level of, of fun. And I think he elevated it for the people he worked with, too. Now, I'm a very different personality than he is. I am certainly not under the misapprehension 
that I am brimming with charisma. I'm not. I can be very serious. I can be very introspective. I'm the kind of person who ruminates a lot. I'm not necessarily that outgoing. Certainly when I was young, I was kind of introverted and shy. So being a swimming teacher for me didn't turn out to be the wildly fun experience that I expected it to be. And it's because it was me and not him. But still, I was very grateful for the opportunity to have those swimming lessons. But here's how difficult they were. When I was getting to the higher levels where we would we would start the lesson with a warm-up of, say, four lengths of every stroke. So four front crawl, four breaststroke, four side stroke, four backstroke, four elementary backstroke. We might do more lengths of sculling or kicking or something like that as the warm-up. I found it very challenging, and I think it's because I'm not an endurance athlete. We are definitely born different. And I used to get out of the pool and have to throw up sometimes because it was so hard for me. And my teachers used to say things like, well, Julie, your stroke looks fine, but for some reason you're not really getting the propulsion that you should. When we were training to lifeguard, we had to do these things we called kill sessions where, well, you would swim across the pool and your classmates would have to try and grab you and pull you underwater because if someone is drowning, that's what they'll try to do. And you have to learn how to get away from them safely. It was really difficult for me. And I ended up only lifeguarding and teaching swimming for the one year. But I did periodically as an adult later in life take these master swim classes just to keep fit because I'm not a runner. I'm not... I've never really liked running. I'm not an athlete, period. But out of all the sports that I could potentially do, swimming to me is the most enjoyable. Even though I'd, I'm kind of physically lazy, I'd rather paddle around in a pool than swim hard. But master swim, even back, I haven't taken it in over 20 years. It was difficult for me then. I had to work really, really hard. And I probably then never did keep up with some of the other people in the program. And I have zero interest in training for an open water swim, zero interest in training for a triathlon. And a lot of people at Master Swim are there to do one, the other, or maybe even both. So anyway, I've been saying to Abe for quite a few years, you should swim because he's a natural athlete and he can swim. But I just thought that he would really enjoy Master Swim. And I told him about it. Well, they focus on front crawl and they really work you. And they'll, they'll help you with your front crawl technique, with your breathing and kicking and all that stuff. Abe didn't have swimming lessons growing up. So he's an amazingly good swimmer in spite of that, in my opinion. But finally, this year, and I think it was because he was kind of... He was having a bit of a hard time sticking with running. He'd hurt his knee and then his calf, and he would get so frustrated. And especially because we have sedentary jobs, I think it's very important to move your body just for your health. I mean, he happens to look like a Greek god, but even if it's just for your health. I have no delusions about exercise really changing my appearance at this stage in my life. And nor should I. Oh my God, am I ever going to outgrow this? I hope so. But I don't want to be 
elderly and unhealthy or infirm. I I want to get enough exercise that my health is good. So I thought, yeah, I could probably do Master Swim. And I found a group called Team Atomica in Toronto. Well, maybe they're not just Toronto-based. But they have swim teams. They they do all kinds of swim team stuff, not just Master Swim. But Master Swim is one of the programs. And they offer it in Toronto at all kinds of different pools. Sometimes the outdoor pool. I used to do it at an outdoor pool in Sarnia. I didn't like that because the Canadian weather is unreliable. And if it's cold, I do not want to swim. So we signed up at Trinity Bellwoods Community Center, which is just down the street from us. And they have a fabulous indoor pool. Perfect. Abe agreed he'd do it with me, so we signed up. It started in June, every Thursday morning at 6.30 in the morning. Now, not only is old Jules not an athlete, I am not a morning person. It's very difficult for me to get up early. I can do it. I've had to do it for work for years and years and years. And of course, I've had to get up with my babies. But right now, my current client is based in Colorado, so they're working mountain time. I don't have to start work till 9, 9.30 in the morning. It's perfect for me. I love my lazy little mornings. That's just me. But I thought, well, it's summer. You know, I can get up. It's no problem. And it really wasn't a problem. We would get up at, Abe got up before 6 because he had to eat something. But I would get up at 6 We would leave the house at 10 past 6, and we'd get to the pool, and the program started at 6.30 sharp. Well, the first week, I was so out of shape that I couldn't do, I couldn't do 50 meters straight of front crawl. I had to do the first length, 25 meters of front crawl, and then I would come back doing breaststroke, which I'm very comfortable with. I like the breaststroke. It's easy, and I get decent propulsion on it. But front crawl is hard for me. Physically, I run out of steam so quickly. But as the weeks went on, I improved. Abe sometimes went between the Thursday class to an open swim at the pools, sometimes at Christie Pitts, which is closer but an outdoor pool, sometimes at Trinity Bellwoods. They have open lane swim available on Sunday mornings at 10.15. I went once. I'm going to start doing that again because we have one more class this week, the end of August, and then we're done. When I signed up, I didn't realize it went from June until the end of August. And after about four weeks, I was starting to think, oh, my God, when is this going to be done? And I went online and looked up the schedule, and my heart sank when I saw how long it was supposed to go. I assumed, I didn't really check the dates, I just assumed that it would be four to six weeks or something like that. And I said to Abe, oh, my God, I feel like I've ruined my summer, which is really insane. I'm going once a week at 6.30 in the morning. The most I've ever done, though, is 60 lengths, which is about 15, well, I guess it is 1,500 meters. And that's less than anyone else in the class. The average in the class, depending on, you know, different days, we do different things, is anywhere between 1,800 meters and I think 2,800 meters. Maybe some people even do more. 
So my maximum was only 1,500 meters. But now I can easily swim 100 meters of front crawl, no problem. So I'm grateful. It's amazing. Even when you're in your 60s, like I am, if you just give your body a chance to do something, it will bounce back. I mean, I don't look 21 again. That ship has obviously sailed. But I'm pleased that my fitness has improved. Now, the experience for Abe was a little bit different, and he loved it a lot more than I did. Well, I didn't love it. I think he got a lot more out of it than I did. He got, well, you know what? I'm not going to try and tell you what Abe got out of it. Let's just bring him on, and he can tell you himself. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. We have Grandfather Abe the Babe here, and I want to talk to you today about what you think of swimming and your swimming journey this year. I love swimming. Yeah, it's like a cheat code to good health. Okay, but I have been trying to get you to join Master Swim for a while. What finally put you over the edge to take that plunge? Well, you, you were getting frustrated with running, I think. Yeah, so a while, meaning about 20 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I didn't deny that that would be a good thing to do, but just never pulled the trigger. But lately, in the last year or so, I've just been um, frustrated with my knees, or my one knee anyway. If I ran more than, you know, once or twice a week, then my knee would be in pain, and so I'd have to back off. Well, you are a grandfather of four now, so... (laughs) come on. (laughs) So, yeah, so the swimming, I I knew it would be good rehab because it's zero impact, and yet, you know, you're still exercising the muscles around the knee, all the leg muscles, and when you're doing heavy cardio like that, you're getting really good blood flow, and that's key to repairing any type of injury. So if you knew it would be good, why didn't we, you ever pull the trigger? I finally found a Master Swim program that was near our house, and I said, do you want to do this? And then I'm doing it too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know why. Like, it's, it's like a lot of things. It's just like anyone, you know. Um, why didn't you get in shape 10 years sooner if you enjoy it, right? So... Um, it's just something where you have to make up your mind, pull the trigger. But yeah, the knee and actually I had some calf injuries as well. These things were kind of the trigger, I think. I was quite frustrated with the performance of my knees. And you never took swimming lessons as a child, but you're still a pretty good swimmer. Yeah. How, how did that happen? 
Well, I don't know. I mean, I've always been fairly athletic, and uh, I'm comfortable in the water. I considered myself like a, a fairly strong swimmer, although definitely not trained and not didn't have good technique for sure. I had you know a turtle head poking out trying to breathe. That's the that's the way I probably looked. So it wasn't a dog paddle; it was a front crawl, but just not with uh, finesse. So. Master Swim, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a program where they focus on front crawl and they focus on increasing your endurance and also improving your stroke for efficiency. I think a lot of the people in the Master Swim program are training for a triathlon or an open water swim. So how did you feel going into it? Oh, I felt nervous and excited and I knew it would be tough because my... uh, Although I was exercising, I wasn't doing a lot of cardio, not intense cardio anyway. And I know swimming is an intense cardio workout, depending how you do it. And it definitely was for, or is for master swim. So yeah, it was really challenging. You know, the the first several lessons was just getting used to breathing and not being nervous, uh, yeah, mostly just breathing and turning your body so that you can breathe well, take a, a breath, and concentrating on exhaling while your face is down. There is a lot to think about. And then, you know, the coach will give you pointers and tips. And, you know, at first, I, I'm just really trying to uh, basically breathe and, and not swallow water too much. But it's changed. Oh, it's changed. So that was in June, and we're at the end of August now, and I feel very comfortable. I know there's definitely some technique that I can improve upon, but yeah, I quite enjoy it. I'm very comfortable, and it was just like one of the guys in the in the locker room, one of the older guys, he was a breaststroker, and he said, well, what matters is time in the water. Yeah, and we all love a good breaststroker. Yeah, just like one of your swim mates, I had no intentions of entering any races or anything. But as I saw and felt the improvement, I thought, well, maybe I could do a triathlon or, you know, a short one. So I checked out how short of a triathlon there are. And it's reasonably short. So a total of under 15K with your swimming, biking and running. So The shortest one is called Give It a Try. And so it's half of a sprint. It is 400 meters swim. Well, actually, the swim can vary. It depends on the venue, but for the length of the swim, but for most of them, usually the swim is 400 meters open water swim, and then a 10K bike and a two and a half K run. So I thought, yeah, that's doable. I could do that. I actually even think I could do that. I just don't want to. And part of the thing is I don't want to be scheduled to swim in open water early in the morning when the weather could be really bad. Hmm. So this was on Toronto Island. Yeah. So I registered and the race was actually about a week and a half ago. Was it? No. It was two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, Two weeks ago today. Unfortunately... The day before, the Friday before, it was very cool, very windy, unusually so, and the lake turned, the water turned, meaning like the the water temperature was around 20 degrees Celsius and it fell to below 15. 
so unfortunately, in the morning, when shortly after arriving, a guy I met there and I, we headed down to the beach to check out the water situation. And some officials were walking back at the time saying, yeah, the swim is off. And that was quite disappointing because I felt like that was the leg, that was the um, the exercise or the, the section that I was most prepared for. The biking and running, you know, I was, it's fine. But I thought, yeah, I would excel in the swimming portion of the race. Well, and it was your first triathlon. It was a give it a try. So, yeah, that must have been disappointing. It was, yeah. So what did they do? Yeah, so they changed it to a duathlon. So there was a 2.5K run and then a 10K bike and another 2.5K run to finish it off. But how's your running? Because you've been having those knee problems, right? And calf problems? My running's fine. All that swimming exercise. And I have been running on top of that. I haven't been, my, my knees have been fine. Uh, I've got, you know, the, the swimming is, it's like a magic cheat code for overall good health. It's good for all of your organs. I mean, any kind of cardio that you can do. And I'm not saying cardio is the, the only thing. Weight training is, is also great in other ways. But yeah, it's, it was something that was lacking for me. And I couldn't actually keep it up because of the exercise I was doing for cardio was running and yeah, my knee wasn't keeping up. So the race, I was quite nervous for it, which didn't matter because it doesn't matter. I just, I wanted to get through the race, ideally at a reasonable pace without any injury or mechanical breakdown. Yeah, so I did. I was uh, quite happy with my pacing there were a few turnarounds, and one of the turnarounds I actually crashed because I was leaning quite a bit, and I pedaled while leaning. So my inside pedal caught the ground and lifted the wheels off the bike, and I crashed. <laughs> Luckily, uh, I know how to roll into it, I guess, and there was right, grass right there. So that cost me probably 20 seconds. I think I was saying that I was fine probably before I even hit the ground. But yeah, so I got up as quickly as I could and, and kept going. And so when uh, when I did crash, I could hear the shudder of the photographer just... Tick, 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 tick. And he said, I've got some great pics. So uh, they were pretty good pictures, but actually it was kind of after the crash. I was uh, on the ground already. You look like you're having a great time on the ground in those pictures. They're great. Yeah, I... I think I was laughing at myself for crashing. And um, yeah, like I said, I said I was fine as soon as I landed or maybe even before. Then the last leg of the run, that was pretty hard. I knew that was the last of it. And I wanted to leave it all out on the track, as they say. And I just kept thinking, okay, I can rest when it's over. And uh, so I, I pushed it to the end. And I was pretty pleased with the results. I went over to watch everything and scout around. And afterwards, there was an awards ceremony for different age groups. And it's so funny, you know, the older you get, the younger the young people look. Yeah, they look like kids. We are watching people winning awards for age group 20 to 25 or something like that. And they look 12 or 13 to us. But I think it's just because we're getting older. Well, the overall winner, I winners in the male and female categories, they looked, I mean... I'm pretty sure they were in the 19 and below category, but 
really, they looked about 15. (laughs) I don't know. Could have been, uh, could have been 19, but boy, they look young. Yeah. Tell us how you did. Yeah, I, you know, uh, you you get a sense for how many people are in the group that you're in at the starting line. And uh, I estimated probably eight guys were in my group. So yeah, I thought maybe I'd place. So I stuck around for the awards. As they were coming up to my age group, I said to you, can you get your phone, your camera ready? Because I think I might have placed. (laughs) You were like, oh, okay. Then they announced it. And uh, they announced third place, second place, and... Then they said my name, and wow, I was pretty pleased at that. I just, I felt great. I I know I kind of gestured to myself, yes, you know, with the fist bump, or the, the fist pump, I was just thrilled, really. So a few days later, they publish all the results, and not only did Grandfather Abe the Babe place first in his category for men of his age range, the overall place out of two, 240 participants, I got 18th. There were 98 men and 142 women. And then, yeah, I looked a little bit closer at the time difference between the different positions. And if I hadn't crashed, I would have gotten 16th. So, but oh, well, that's fine. It doesn't really matter in the end. Well, you still feel good about it. I mean, your goal was to do it, but unfortunately... You didn't get to do the swim. So what next? So there is one other, oh, there's a couple of other triathlons before the snow flies. There is one coming up on September 10th, and that's in a smaller lake. And it's called Lakeside is the town. And uh, my new friend at the race, he recommended that one because it's quite flat and it's beautiful scenery. So I just signed up for that. You're off to the races. Well, I want to do a proper swim triathlon. Yeah, I can understand that. And I never will. Yeah, and then after that, I will just uh, go into maintenance mode. I don't need, I'm not an athlete. I'm not going to get paid for this, so it doesn't need to rule my life. I just want to maintain good health. So you're not getting the knee injuries anymore, no. How do you feel running? Like, do you, you, you've said it's a cheat code, so you notice an actual difference. Oh, yeah. My cardiovascular capacity in fitness is just higher, and I can run longer and faster, and feels great. And you've signed up for the next session. Uh, the fall swimming session, yes. That one goes right till the end of January. Well, I think swimming is important. I think it's a basic life skill. I'm glad you finally bit the bullet and joined Master Swim. Yes, I'm glad you recommended it. Thank you. Yeah, I recommend it to anyone. And if you don't have the skill to do a program like Master Swim, just take an adult learn to swim or something. It's just lovely. I'm so grateful that my mother insisted we all take swimming lessons as children because I'm not a natural athlete and I wouldn't have done it otherwise. And I'm just really glad that I'm so comfortable in the water. I think it's important. We have too many drownings every summer. So it's an important life skill. True. Anyway, thank you. Anything else you want to add? I think um, this story, just like every other article on health, ends with diet and exercise is the best thing you can do for yourself. Yes. If you're worried about osteoporosis, though, the swimming won't do any weight bearing. But you can lift weights or something if you can't run. And it's very, very safe for your joints. Thanks, Julie, for having me. 
thank you for telling us about your swimming journey and your triathlon. We'll see how you do on September 10th. It was my pleasure. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening. If you have anything you'd like to share, you can email me at jewelsays at gmail.com. Have a wonderful week. 